0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, I am Dizzy Parker and welcome to the Dizzy Parker Show. Thank you so much for tuning in once again and if it is your first time, thanks for tuning in for the first time. I really appreciate it. If it is your first time, I just want to tell you a little bit about myself. I am a musician, I am a personal trainer, I am a motivational speaker, and most of all I am a Christian. This shows my opportunity to tie that all together and reach you, the listener, through your mind, body, and soul. You don't exist outside of any one of those, so I want to make sure to address them all. And it's also an opportunity for me to take journeys deep into your thoughts and touch on subjects we may not deem comfortable, easy, or pleasant. I do, however, seek to put light into all of that darkness and promise to be 100% honest with you while doing so. So the theme of this week is learning from history, learning from the past, learning from your mistakes. You can put all that together in one umbrella. And this week, I find myself in a in a, a little bit of hot water because I'm going to address some topics once again that are just a little uncomfortable. I have on this show and other times discussed the importance of seeking wisdom. And with that comes observation, discernment, and most of all, learning from mistakes of the past. I'd like to pick your brains this week and take another dive into those topics that we may be we may deem as sensitive, inappropriate, or downright unacceptable for public conversation. I believe that discussing those private matters such as politics, religion, insecurities, opinions, and frustrations will lead to healthier and happier relationships between us all. Perhaps by bringing up these thoughts that we traditionally bury deep inside, we will find a connection that is unexpected. Or maybe you'll realize that outside, mm, you thought was absolutely wonderful, on the inside is the type of soul who actually doesn't benefit your life in any way. And you'll grow even more by making them a part of your history. With that said, today on the Dizzy Parker show, we are going to talk a bit about my past and how it could affect your future. Unhealthy obsessions with your appearance. And the topic that has set the nation on fire, the rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. But first we're going to be a little bit lighter. We're going to talk about we're going to talk a little bit about my my recent history as a personal trainer and a fitness enthusiast. And we're going to talk about the unhealthy obsession with body image. Now, this was sparked uh, one by my girlfriend wanting to do her first bodybuilding competition. I did one a year ago, and uh, I, there will be another video on YouTube, my YouTube channel at the Dizzy Parker. There's going to be a video where I discuss why I quit bodybuilding, and another one about why I became a personal trainer. All those kind of lumped together. into forming healthy habits and with the body image issues that I got out of bodybuilding and my girlfriend has had for a long time and that I think the majority of Americans men and women have developed because of the the unhealthy and unnatural obsession with the way that we look versus the way other people look. I was really inspired by a post that somebody I've, I've been an acquaintance with, and if you are on Facebook Live right now, please tag her, Kayla Hyler. Shout out, Kayla. Uh, little lady has become uh, wise in her, in her few years here on this earth. But she posted something, and I'm gonna share it with you. And if you're on the camera right now, here's a picture of her. She's a pretty young lady, and sh- she is American. She's been affected by the magazines and the Kardashians on the TV and the models and just the ridiculousness that is our media. And I'm going to read her post right now. She said, read this, ladies, but I think it also applies to to some men as well. I mean, we can all benefit from this. Uh, This is not for attention. I've struggled for so long with my image, my confidence, and being insecure about the way I look because I have always tried to be what others consider beautiful. I would just stare in the mirror and hate myself because of the way I looked. I never talked about this really in public. But I see so many girls hurting themselves because they feel they can't simply go to the grocery store without someone looking at their baggy eyes, pores, or any other flaws like the big ears, which I have, she says. You don't know. She's got long hair. Who knows? Oh, I remember when she was just a little fella. I remember now. Ah, but I would also never wear my hair slicked back in a cute bun or ponytail because I feel like my ears were ugly and people would laugh, which they did all the time. Finally, I've realized that finding your inner beauty allows you to shine through your physical appearance, which makes you beautiful. I would just like to say that I am so thankful God has given me true confidence. And there's more to that. So you can go to her Facebook page and give her a like. Uh, that's Kayla Heiler, everybody. Uh, Go, go find that picture, especially. Um, so I like I said, I think that that message benefits men and women alike. And I don't think that it's necessary to just talk about makeup or longer hair because i, as a as a young child, I was not what people considered normal. And you know, I didn't like it myself. i was I was the chunky kid. I was picked on in class because I was different. And it led to me looking at mirrors all the time and obsessing over the way that I looked. And over the years, that led to me becoming a personal trainer and wanting to help other people. Because as I grew, I wanted to help them grow. And it in my two years of being a trainer... I've learned a lot more than I thought I might from the start because initially it, it was just about, hey, somebody wants to wants to lose weight, I'll help them lose weight because I know how to do that. Now it's morphing more and more into I want to feel good in my skin. I want to be healthy. I want to be strong. And most of all, I want to be happy no matter what with my body. And you know if there are things that you personally want to change, by all means, change them. But don't let don't let what you see on the television or or your iPhone or or magazine covers or Instagram models. Don't let them affect you. It's ridiculous. You are special, you are important and you don't deserve to be treated any less because you're a little different. And now we're going to make a little transition into the main topic of the day. We're going to talk about what went on last weekend, if you're listening to this live, in Charlottesville, Virginia. I'm going to give you a little history about where it started. I'm going to give you what a few people have said. And then I'm going to give you what's really important in this matter. But first we have a message from my friend Ronnie on this very subject.
1: Hi, I'm Ronnie the alien. I'm here to tell you about how great it is to be an alien. You can consider this your public service announcement of the week. Do you know how good it feels to be an alien? I have a head that is 72% of my body mass. My arms are tiny. I have three fingers on each hand. I have a bit of a pot belly and a sunken in chest. My skin is green and my eyes are enormous. I also can't blink, but that's of no consequence here. My best friend is purple and has antenna on top of his head. You can find a picture on my Instagram account at Alien Ronnie. He's not exactly like me, but we bond. We don't look like the people here on Earth tell you a little about my friends and my people and my family. Sometimes we have to travel far across the galaxy to find resources. The way that we reproduce, we run out of them fast. But sometimes we have to come here to Earth. And we come in our ships And we land in farm fields and you know, they have cattle, they have corn, it's fun. Sometimes we leave tracks, sorry about that farmers, but we make sure to leave the wheat unharmed. But our people travel across the galaxy in search of these resources and we unite for the common cause. Of feeding ourselves and protecting our friends and family. I've seen some silly things here on this earth. As I said, I look a little bit different than you earthlings and my best friend is a lot different than I am. But we unite for common causes. The people on earth this week have really let me down. It makes me not even want to be a legal alien. What I would love to see out of the human race is that they realize they're a lot more alike than they would assume. Just take a look at me. I'm so much different than you are. You have a reason to get along, people. The hippies put the stickers on their car that say coexist. I know that's about religion, but I think it should apply to a lot more than just your beliefs. I think you should coexist with people who look differently, who feel differently about different styles of music. Who like to wear their clothing in a slightly different style, who have more money than the next guy. Really, what's the reason not to coexist? My message to you, people of Earth you should get along a lot better. Things would go a lot smoother for you. Take a lesson from me, the short green guy with the big head and the big eyes. This has been Ronnie the Alien. Thanks for listening. Back to Dizzy.
0: Hey, thanks Ronnie. He's right out of here on that spaceship. But now that we've had a message from someone who sees us just as silly as we are from the outside, now we're going to talk about what is happening on the inside. Now I forgot to take take the notes on the next piece of subject, so bear with me because it just kind of came came out of out of the top of my head. Um, last week, I just stumbled across a video of rapper David Banner talking about what happens in the inner cities, and I think that relates a lot more to the country than anybody realizes. Uh, he made reference to to uh, what was happening during the Holocaust. Where they created ghettos for the Jews and they pulled the resources out because the experiment was to, was to see that if you took the resources, the money and the food and the opportunities away from people, just like animals, eventually they'd tear themselves apart from the inside, person versus person. And if you notice what's going on in our news media lately, that's happening nationwide, If you want to, if you bring up one topic that another individual disagrees with you on, you might incite a backlash. There might even be physical violence. That's what we're seeing now in Charlottesville. So I'm going to talk about the origins of the Unite the Right rally, which happened last, I believe it was Saturday, right? It started Friday, I think, Um, and what it was, first of all, I'm not going to give you any opinion on who was right or wrong or left or right in that, in that matter. I'm just going to present things to you from what I've consumed. And I'm not a reporter, either. I'm just going to preface this that way. I'm reading some of this stuff from Wikipedia, and everybody can edit Wikipedia. That's a fact. <laughs> but I reviewed it a bit, and it seems at least factual enough. So in the wake of the 2015 Charleston church shooting, efforts were made across the country to remove Confederate monuments from public spaces and rename streets honoring notable figures from the Confederacy. While often successful, those efforts often face a backlash from conservatives or people concerned about protecting their Confederate heritage. The August 11th and 12th rally was organized to protest the removal of the Robert E. Lee statue honoring Confederate General Robert E. Lee in Emancipation Park in Charlottesville, Virginia, which had been renamed from Lee Park in June 2016. The event was organized by white nationalists, white supremacists, and the quote-unquote alt-right one organizer Jason Kessler also cited the re- renaming as a reason for the rally another organizer Nathan Damigo De- said the rally was intended to unify white nationalist factions okay so that was part of it i'm i'm going to keep this here tablet up sorry for the space listeners because I have yet something else that I want to share with you that is very, very related to this subject. So the history of the Civil War is a very uncomfortable one. Brother was fighting against brother. People owned other people for labor because they were rich enough to afford it and lazy enough to not do the work themselves. Those are your two facts on that matter. Not everybody was a slave owner, but it wasn't pretty. And it wasn't pretty up until the 1960s here in our country. But that is our history. And if I may quote a Mr. George Orwell from his famous novel, 1984. Every record has been destroyed or falsified, every book rewritten, every picture has been repainted, every statue and street building has been renamed, every date has been altered, and the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. Now, if you don't know about 1984, it sounds like that was written this week but that was written decades ago and you know they they were trying to change history even then but today they are literally trying to make us forget our history and i have a unique perspective because i am from north carolina a major confederate state so th- I'm not that far removed from people that fought for the Confederacy and passed that, passed that heritage down from generation to generation. I believe I had an ancestor that fought in the Civil War. I think, I think that was Abraham. I don't know. Abraham Parker. Maybe. Look that up on Ancestry.com, family members. But the fact that we fought that war on our soil against our people— or that was, that was what Abraham Lincoln would like to have maintained, that our nation, the United States, would remain united and not divide in such a way. The fact that that was fought because people could not come to terms on such, such a major agreement should be learned from every single day. There should be no detail erased from the history books on that matter. Yet, what happened in Charlottesville and what is happening on every few weeks in this country, it just doesn't get the same media coverage, is very, very ironic because there are protesters fighting against protesters. And I mean violently fighting. And it led to the death of a young lady whose name, I'm sorry, I forget right now. But some maniac in a car drove at very high speed, I saw the video, unedited, drove at very high speeds into a crowd of anti-protesters. Now, there is a problem with this because we don't know what led to that crazy moment. And the guy that was driving the car was indeed a white supremacist. So that doesn't speak in his favor at all. However, the way the media is covering everything does matter. The way that they are covering it allows for more division. And we have to step outside of our of our current moment in time and look over the broad span of the last eight, ten, twelve, sixteen years. Within every presidency, there has been another issue, another national conspiracy slash crisis. And another reason to divide the American people, the human race. Do not let the media affect your opinion of your neighbor. You might disagree on major, major issues, but that doesn't make either one of you more or less human than the other. Once again, I said at the very beginning of this show that I, was, that I am a Christian. I approach everything from the worldview that... Everything that we have and see was created by one entity. You can call him whatever you want to, but there's no denying that we do occupy this space together. So we should coexist and not pander to one another. We should be able to express our opinions without without throwing bottles of bodily fluids across across a crowd. We should be able to talk, and we should not pull out our, our pepper spray and our, our billy clubs to shut the other party up, which is happening, and it's happening more frequently. Do not start another civil war because, because some controlling parties would like to erase the history of the first one. And whether your history has been predominantly good or bad, there is always a new lesson to be learned. Some of us struggle with self-image so much that it takes over our lives. Some have failed at commitments that we promised would be lifelong. Some of us have participated in events that have shaped nations. Whatever your battles may be, May every scar you got along the way tell a story for generations to come. And may w- we never forget how we arrived at the point we exist today. And I'm going to leave the show just a little bit short because of that. I think it's an important enough message that it's heavy enough for you to think about day to day and minute to minute. So, once again, I've been Dizzy Parker. And I want to thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Dizzy Parker Show. Thank you to WPWL for allowing me to commandeer some of your airwaves. Thank you, Super Duper Producer Zach. Check me out on all social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, at Parker. Check out DizzyParker.com for music, merch, and so much more. I'll see you next time.